You are listening to the Atlanta Real Estate Forum radio show, all about real estate edition. Shining a light on the movers and shakers in the real estate industry. The home builders, developers, realtors, and suppliers making it all happen. Good morning and welcome back to Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio. I'm your host, Carol Morgan, and I'd like to recognize Denim Marketing as our show sponsor. Known as a trendsetter, Denim Marketing has been blogging since 2006 and podcasting since 2011, if you can believe that. Um, We are currently working on strategies for the Google Helpful Content Update, as well as ways to incorporate AI into sales and marketing. Um, Contact us if you need quality original content for your social media, public relations, blogging, email marketing, etc. Well, I'm excited about today. We're going to feature another one of Atlanta's legends of real estate. I'd like to welcome Dan O'Dwyer, founder of O'Dwyer Homes, um, into the studio with me today. Welcome, Dan. Glad to be here. Uh, very, very honored uh, to be interviewed. When you say legends, it makes me feel old, but I guess we all <laughs> we all get to recognize that at some point in time. So, but yeah. Thank you. Well, I appreciate it. I think there's just so much history that people, you know, don't know and. You know, I know even, you know, I've known you, it seems like forever, but when I was looking up your information, there's not that much about you online. So we're going to put some more content out there about you, Dan, and give you a nod for all of your um, contributions to the industry. So let's just just get started. Um, You've got a degree in construction from Michigan State University. What led you to a construction degree? Well, it's funny. I was the kid in the neighborhood that always built the coolest playhouses. And I remember some carpenters working on my folks' home. And and I told them, I must have been 12 at the time, I told them, you know, I want to do what you do sometime. And they looked at me like, no, you don't. <laughs> and I had no idea there was even such a thing as a home builder at the time. But when I got to Michigan State, they have a, a building construction management program that is one of the earliest in the country and I said well this is perfect so I enrolled and here we are 40 some years later and I'm fortunate that I've been able to use my degree my whole career and enjoyed it and uh, had a lot of fun along the way so it's been it's been good. Yeah, that's fantastic well it's interesting I mean and that did surprise me because there weren't that many construction degrees around you know in the 70s and 80s and there still don't seem to be that many although it is picking up so it's kind of cool that you were able to get one and follow your dream Um, well you also met your wife Kathy at MSU and I know she's been integral to your building company talk a little bit about you know that relationship and what she you know what all she's contributed to um, you know the building company yeah actually we met um, in northern Michigan uh, my folks had a cottage and her grandparents had a cottage and we met, I think, in eighth grade and were just friends for years. And then when I got to Michigan State, she she went there, too, and we started dating at that point. So it's been marital bliss, as you well can imagine. And uh, she's been a tremendous help in the company. She's uh, has done all the marketing from the very beginning, done all the model homes from the very beginning. When the recession hit, she became my uh, least expensive employee. So she took on HR and virtually anything around the office. So 
we make a good team. Um, we have uh, good discussions. Anybody that has a wife that they work with will tell you that it's not all fun and games, but we talk our way through it. And uh, we have, we've had a, a great success story over the years. So. Yeah, well, absolutely. And I've had the pleasure of working with Kathy on some of your marketing and she's a pleasure as well. So I guess she qualifies to be a legend of real estate as well. She's yeah, been doing maybe. this as long as you have. Maybe. Um, well, how on earth did you end up in Atlanta from Michigan? Well, um, when I graduated in 81, it was a recession, if you can believe it or not, and there were no construction jobs in Michigan. So um, the number three largest home builder in the country at the time hired me to go to Cincinnati. So I started in uh, Cincinnati and ended up being transferred to Northern Virginia. And then a national home builder recruited me out of Virginia to come to Atlanta and start their division. So it was a little bit farther south all the time. And and true Southerners will tell you that I'm still not a Southerner even <laughs> since 1981, but uh, I we do fine. So it's great. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So, so, so you said 1981, that's how long you've been in Atlanta? No, 87. 87, 1987. Okay. So golly, what was the home you know, what was the home building industry like in the late 80s in Atlanta? Talk a little bit about that. Well, it was um it was like the Wild West. You know, I remember coming to town and interviewing and going to a subdivision called Mountain Oaks and Stone Mountain. And you couldn't even get to the houses we had under construction. There were trucks lining the streets and just construction everywhere. And I came from Northern Virginia, which was very busy, but it was, it was a free for all, you know, anything you built, you sold. Um, and, you know, we had a great run and that, that was until 91. So 87 to 91, I worked for the second national home builder. So. Wow. Who was that at the time? If I can ask, I'm sure it's not the same now. No, they, they folded in 91. It was UDC homes. That was another recession. So they ended up, they had a lot of money and invested in California at the time. And they ended up losing all the money in California and brought the rest of the company down with them. So. Yeah. So. Well, now, what was your position when you first started in, in construction? Was that a you know construction supervisor or? Well, interestingly, in college, I started um, doing remodeling, then working on framing crews, and I worked for the in the carpentry shop at Michigan State. And my first real job, it was a production technician, which was kind of an assistant builder type of deal, and then builder. And then sales while I was still with Ryan Homes and then got transferred or uh, took the job in Atlanta and ran the whole production end of UDC for four or five years here. So lots of great experience. Oh, absolutely. Great experience. Well, Atlanta in the late 80s, what kinds of homes were you building then? That was the traditional two stories, you know, brick fronts, brick and siding fronts. Stucco, a hated word these days. <laughs> yep. Uh, stucco. But any of the older neighborhoods that you drive around through today was very typical of the product. And that was, you know, that went very, very well um, uh, until 
the recession in, in 91 where everything slowed down again. So yeah. you're in this business any length of time, you go through the cycles. So. Several recessions, right? Well, what areas of town were you building in? I imagine it's not as far out as we're building in Atlanta now. No, closer in, but still the northern arc. Um, we had subdivisions in, in Kennesaw, Stone Mountain, North Fulton, just when North Fulton started building, you know, State Bridge Road. Had a subdivision called Hillbrook there on State Bridge Road, and that was like one of the first subdivisions, and, you know, that was far out at the time. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. And do you remember what were the price points of those homes? It was two hundred to three hundred. Yeah, it was you know twenty five hundred to three thousand square foot. So that was a screaming deal. Today. Yeah, well, they and they probably had much larger lots than we see today too. Bigger lots, more amenities. Yeah, you know, every neighborhood was a swim and tennis community. Yeah. <laughs> which those are hard to find these days. So Yeah, absolutely. Well, you mentioned the recession in 1991, and I know you started O'Dwyer Homes in 1992. Is there a cause and effect there? Or? Sure, sure. Um, like anybody that's done this for a period of time, I found myself out of a job. So then we had to decide, you know, I, I luckily I had a great name in the business, and I had several national home builders that wanted me to work for them, but our dream was always, you know, to build on our own at some point in time. So we had no money, but we took the equity in our home and and I priced out a house down to the penny and got some floor plans and knew some developers that had lots that they needed to sell. So I went and sat in front of the bank and did my song and dance and got a, a financing for three homes so that was our start and i think our first year we did 23 homes that's pretty impressive for year one so you know but you'd worked for all those big builders so you knew the systems you knew you know where the economy of scale was so yeah that's that's impressive well talk a little bit about building in the 90s and you know when did the recession end and you know I guess, what was the climate around? I mean, everything's just changed so much. Codes were different then. Zoning was different then. Yeah, it was, you know, from the 90s till 2006, it was anything you built pretty much sold. You know, you blew through subdivisions. And then, you know, I was fortunate to have... Wade Johnson, uh, there's a guy you could talk to. That's uh, another one. Let me add Wade to the list. Yeah. You know, Wade Johnson was our developer for most of our communities. And we do, he developed some beautiful communities, especially in Gwinnett County. And we, we built through those and ran to the next one and built through those. And I said earlier, it was a wild west. And it was, you know, we mm -hmm. just kept going to the point where we were building over 200 houses a year. And, you know, it was, it was crazy. Um, so, but a lot of fun and a lot of good, good friendships and a lot of good contacts over the years. So. Absolutely. So from 23 homes to over 200. Now, did you ever develop as well, or did you stick with home building? After coming out of the 06 recession, there was no developers in 2012 when we got started again. So 
we got in. I did a little bit of developing prior to, but if you're going to build post 2012, you pretty much had to develop because there were, were no developers. So now we develop uh, a lot of our own lots um, and do land acquisition, which we didn't do before. So now we have to be, you know, have several heads to be successful and, you know, it's a different environment, but, you know, we're totally happy what we're doing. So yeah. it's worked out well. Absolutely. Well, I know you've also been very active in the Atlanta Home Builders Association. You've been awarded the prestigious Builder of the Year, um, among other awards. Talk a little bit about the importance of being a member of that organization over the years. Well, our philosophy as a company is always try to give back. So joining the HBA and being heavily involved in the HBA, you know, you have the educational benefits, you have the networking benefits, you have the opportunities to be a leader. So all those things are are great things to to for personal growth. So and corporate growth. So we were able to do that. I'm a life director on the home builders board, and now I make our employees attend a lot of things that I used to attend all the time. So I've kind of passed the buck as far as that goes, but we're still heavily involved. And in addition to that, um, Homemade, which is the designated charity of the Atlanta Home Builders Association, um, I am a two-term president of Homemade. Homemade builds shelters for women and children, homeless women and children, and now vets and, um, you know, expanding that uh, to virtually reach a lot of, lot more people these days. But again, giving back, um, I've done numerous projects through Homemade over the years. Um, it's, a, it's a real, almost a tearjerker to drive into one of those apartment complexes that's full of kids and moms and stuff and you look at them and said you know i did this so yeah that's that's a great great thing to be involved in also yeah, absolutely thank you so much for everything you've done to give back to homemade over the years i'm on the homemade board now this is actually great. my fourth year on the board um and we've done a lot of just you know promotion for homemade over the years but i had the opportunity recently to go to a groundbreaking for breakthrough house in decab and that organization is just phenomenal. It helps um, women who have substance abuse problems, you know, and mm -hmm. children and helps them to get back on their feet. And they had a woman speak who'd been through the program. And I mean, she basically just said that she never thought she'd, you know, have a good job. She never thought she'd be able to take care of herself. She never, she just didn't, you know, it boils down to she didn't have any self-confidence and just thought she'd always be a druggie. But, you know, now mm -hmm. 18 months, two years later, she has a job, she has transportation. She's taking care of her kids. She has a safe place to live. Um, and she was really cute. She's like, and I knew that I needed to dress up and wear a dress to come present to you all today because that's what these ladies at Breakthrough House taught me. Yeah. And it, it was just so, you know, it's just so moving to see people's lives who are totally you know, turned around and then just to know that through Homemade that we have a small part of that. Yeah, it's heartwarming. It really is. And, you know, we're blessed and fortunate to be in a position that we're in and to be able to, to give back is a, is a great thing. So I encourage anybody to do that. Absolutely. And I guess if they want to know more about homemade, they can call you or call me. So yeah, that's fantastic. There you go.
Crafting the perfect marketing strategy is like constructing the perfect pair of jeans. You need all the right components and expertise. Unlike trying on a dressing room full of jeans, denim marketing makes the process painless and easy. Denim marketing is the market leader in creating quality original content for home builders, developers, remodelers, and others in the industry. Call 770-383-3360 or email carol at denimmarketing.com to find out how denim marketing can be a comfortable fit for your social media, public relations, marketing campaigns, email marketing, blogs, and other marketing needs. Well, you've talked about the Great Recession a little bit, and um, I had the pleasure or displeasure of living through that one as well. It's just talk a little bit about running a company during that and you know, the things you changed and the things you did. And then I guess, you know, any advice for anyone now that we're kind of in weird economic times again? Yeah, um, it really was the most difficult um, time that we went through in, in, in our industry and never thought that it was going to be what it was. You know, I talk to bankers and a lot of professionals in the industry and we all said it was going to be two years and it ended up being six years so yeah you know we had plenty of capital to last through two years but to try to do that for six years you know you laid off people that you've been friends with for you know years and years and and uh you know the great thing about us is that we paid every subcontractor and supplier on time we have maintained great relationships with the banks. So we were able at a tremendous sacrifice, but we we're able to come through it quickly and easily and you know immediately have good relationships with our bankers coming out and our suppliers. So we were able to hit the ground running and, and get going again. And then here we are coming out of COVID. Um, you know, we learned to be very cautious. So I think that, you know, coming out of COVID, we were very cautious. And I think we were all struck by the amount of demand that was out there pretty much immediately. And still is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some help with interest rates. But, you know, there is there is still very good demand out there. The Atlanta market kind of... Uh, hampers itself or harnesses itself to keep demand there. Um, so, you know, here we are today trying to be conservative, faced with once in a lifetime price increases that we've had to manage our way through. Luckily, that's kind of going back in the other direction a little bit now. Um, it'll never go back to what it was. So it's a new that's a new reality that we have to deal with. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's the, the recession taught us as a company to be very conservative and look hard at any deals that we do. Um, and, you know, it's you, you can still have a very good business, even in today's environment, if you're conservative and, you know, make good decisions. And take yeah. care of your customers and build good quality homes and those things we've always done. So that's what we'll always continue to do. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, any advice for a young person interested in the you know home building industry today on how they should get started or things they should or shouldn't do? Well, I you know I mentioned earlier that I started off 
you know, in the summers remodeling, you know, through college. And then I worked on a framing crew and, you know, worked in the carpentry shop at Michigan State. And I think anything you can do to get exposure, you know, work as a marketing intern, you know, uh, anything that you can do to get exposure to the industry and learn about it and try to do multiple things. So, you know, when it comes time to get the real job, you can talk about your success and what you did and, and what your experience was. And then, you know, you get a job as an assistant builder or, you know, working for a supplier or, you know, a manager in a plumbing company, whatever the case might be. Um, and then you build on that to the point where if you feel like you want to become a home builder, again, you have a good experience behind you. And, you know, I think people that are successful in this business, whether they build two houses or 200 houses, they know what their costs are and, and never be aggressive about growth, know your costs, get yourself in a position where you can, you know, in the old days, it was an Excel spreadsheet, but, you know, sit down in front of the banker with an Excel spreadsheet and your plans. And, you know, I've talked to these developers. I know where these lots are. This is what I plan to make. Bankers want to hear that. You mm-hmm. know, how much are you going to make? So, you know, if you could present yourself well and get as much experience as you possibly can, then I think that there's tremendous opportunities out there today, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you absolutely. Started with nothing, and I think you can start with with virtually nothing as long as you have, you know, a little bit, and then have a good game plan. So yeah, that's what I would encourage. That's definitely encouraging news. Well, reflecting over your forty year career, what are you the most proud of? We mentioned legacy earlier, mm-hmm. and. Uh, for me, it's it's our legacy. It's the legacy of our company. And I think Kathy would feel the same way. You know, we've worked very, very hard to have good product, build quality homes, have happy homeowners, have a great reputation in the industry. And now we're at the point where we're slowing down a little bit. And luckily, I have my son and my son-in-law and now my daughter in the company. Um, so, you know, to be able to hand things over to them and see them take that and run with it and continue the standards that you have established and, you know, be in a role where I can just ask hard questions and make sure they have the right answers. Um, that's a, that's a very fulfilling thing for me. So, you know, to see it continue, uh, is you know, a great blessing as far as, as far as we're concerned. So that's fantastic. Talk a little bit about the roles they've taken on. Um, my son, Brendan is, is running the whole construction end of it, just like I did in my early in my career. So he's responsible for all the building out in the field. My son-in-law, Jordan, um, does land acquisition, acquisition and development. And he has the role of dealing with the banks which is a tremendously important thing so that's a that's a kind of a new role as far as acquisition and development that we've undertaken that you know we knew how to do it we just didn't have to do it but now you have to do it so right and megan has come on uh recently and she is um trying to 
helped Kathy with the marketing, trying to get Kathy to the point where she can work less so we can kind of enjoy life a little bit more. So, you know, they're all doing great and uh, make us proud. That is a fantastic plan. And I know you're very proud of all of them. And it's, you know, it's nice to see something you've built, you know, be able to sustain itself and become successful into the future and know that you've built something that's going to provide their livelihood into the future. So it's, you know, as well as, you know, a a home for everybody who buys from you, you know, they're not just houses, they're, they're where they're going to make their memories. So yeah, that's, you know, one of the biggest sources of pride when you can drive down the street and say, you know, we built every house in this neighborhood and, you know, talk to the neighbors and, you know, yeah. it's all about about providing shelters and that's what we do. So that's what makes this so much fun. So. Yeah, absolutely. Well, where is O'Dwyer Homes building today? You know, what are you building and where are you building? Um, we have kind of three product lines that we do. We've done our active adults ranch villa product since 2004 so we we currently are have two communities in cherokee county uh, that we're building our active adult product and more to come in different locations that i can't talk about but uh expanding that townhouses uh we have townhouses in decab gwinnett um in cobb county also so that's kind of a, the last five or six years that's been new for us, but affordability is a big issue for people today. So you have to come up yep. with something that we can build that's affordable. Right. And we're working very hard at that. And we'll continue to try to come up with new potentials that we can do to keep things as affordable as we can. You know, our, our logo says that we brought value back home and you know we always want to be no matter what price point you're in we always want to be the builder that they say that house offers good value so you know whether it's you know 300 or 600 or 800 we want it to be a value to that buyer so we'll continue to push along with that Absolutely. our single family uh we have our single family homes in forsyth Fulton and Cobb currently. So a good smattering there. And, you know, we, we try to keep a mix of all three different product types going all the time because you never know, you know, like right now, interest rates are a little higher. Uh, so our active adult product is selling because a lot of those buyers have cash, so cash. They have to get yeah. mortgages. So that product is doing very well. So, yeah. Uh, that's a fantastic approach to it is to have a little bit of all three product types so that you got something for everybody. And, you know, when they're at different stages in the buying process or the interest rates are affecting them differently, yeah. you know, you can still sell something. Yeah. Well, what haven't I asked you that I should have asked or anything else you'd like to add? You know, for us, it's always been, you know, building homes, having satisfied customers, um, I think I, I saw a statistic uh, here a week or so ago that we built with O'Dwyer. We built 2,400 homes wow. in the service, survey all of our customers at closing. And we always ask, would you recommend? And I think currently over, you know, 20 some years, we're at 97%, you know, of our buyers would, would recommend an O'Dwyer home. So that's that's a tremendous statement. 
That is incredibly impressive. And um, I guess what I would have to say is I would recommend that others in the building industry who don't have that high of a percentage of customer satisfaction take a good look at O'Dwyer and what you guys are doing right. Yeah. Yeah, we do quality inspections throughout the process um, that we go back and check up on our builders and just see how they're doing. Somebody else comes in and every spec home that we complete, I walk the house with a builder. Right. So, you know, I'd be, I'm the homeowner and I walk it and, and it keeps me in contact with what's going on out in the field and, you know, keeps me in contact with the builders and the salespeople and, you know, there's one, it's one thing to grow your company to where, you know, you're two, three, 400 houses a year, but you kind of lose contact with your buyers at that point in time. So yeah, we're happy building a hundred houses a year and being a smaller builder at this point, and, right. but knowing our buyers and making sure that we have happy customers is, is very important to us. It's absolutely critical. So critical for that sustainability and looking into the future. Right. Right. Um, well, before we close, how can our listeners get more information on you and O'Dwyer Homes? Well, of course, O'Dwyerhomes.com. We have a great website. Uh, they can find any product type anywhere around the city. Uh, so that's first and foremost. Uh, also, you know, our social media presence, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Instagram. So we try to do a very good job at keeping ourselves out there for buyers. And I think we had um, over 8,000 hits last month um, on our website. So that's good. They're doing a good job. Pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, so, well, kudos to you and keep it up. So. Yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks for the invite. It's it's been great talking with you. And uh, well, I appreciate appreciate you sharing your story. So thank you for yeah. being here. Well, I think Dan and I could talk all day, but we don't have all day. So I'm going to say this wraps today's Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio. I want to thank Dan O'Dwyer for joining me in studio today and being one of our legends of real estate. Um, on behalf of our show sponsor, Denim Marketing, I'm your host, Carol Morgan. If you enjoyed today's show, please run over to iTunes and give us a positive rating and review. If you want to listen to more of our shows, you can always download them 24-7 on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, reach out to me, carol at denimmarketing.com, and tell me what you'd like to talk about. Um, with that, I'm going to say thank you, and I'll see you right here again next week. Today's episode was made possible by Denim Marketing, the publisher of Atlanta Real Estate Forum, Atlanta's favorite real estate blog, and source for real estate news, trends, new home communities, model homes, builders, and more. Denim Marketing is a comfortable fit, like your favorite pair of jeans. Denim Marketing tailors marketing strategies to meet your specific needs and niche. Try them on for size. They will work to create a perfect fit for your company's marketing program. Call them at 770-383-3360 or send an email to info at denimmarketing.com. For more information on Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio or to inquire about being a guest, contact info at atlantarealestateforum.com. Check out the radio show by visiting atlantarealestateforum.com or by listening to the show on your podcast or iTunes app. 
And if you enjoyed today's broadcast, we'd sure appreciate a rating and review on iTunes. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Atlanta Real Estate Forum radio show.